One thing that's not talked about enough in present day society as it relates to education is historically black colleges and universities. And then a lot of people, particularly those who have not been to one, uh, seem to think that it does not make a difference. You know, as they say education is education, which is essentially true. But I think there are some peripheral elements of uh, attending an HBCU that are advantageous to students who have that experience. And for a lot of reasons, for uh, cultural reasons, for networking reasons, for social reasons, and for financial reasons, and there are others. So it always warms my heart one way or the other when I have the opportunity to promote talk about experience uh, HBCUs. And it warms my heart even more when that HBCU is, well, it might take me a few days, I'm gonna say within walking distance of, of where I am. And that HBCU is none other than the Fort Valley State University. And I see Ms. Jordan shaking her head because she knows what I'm gonna say when I say the. And, you know, and we, we, sometimes it's overlooked the kind of contribution, not only as a relation to students and the education, but as it relates to the well-roundedness, if you please, of the students who attend uh, HBCUs. And I'm so happy, you know, with Dion uh, Sanders and Kamala, you know, that more positive attention has been brought on HBCUs. And of course, I let me hasten to say, Ms. Joy, let me hasten to say is that this is not anti-anything because I don't want to get any calls by saying that I'm badgering, you know, education in any manner. I'm just trying to say that according to some individuals and according to some people who have experienced it, that you know you get a different thing. Now let me let me tell you right quick something different, uh, you know that might help to support. Now I don't remember, Mr. Mr. Brown, you might remember this, but there was some five-star athlete, you know, who who was being recruited by everybody in the country, you know, but when he went to that HBCU at homecoming and experienced the dynamics, uh, you know, of the band and the the majorettes and the, and the football game and the tailgating and the camaraderie and the friendship. You say, I'm sorry, big university. I'm going to an HBCU. And I think that kind of bespeaks of what kind of advantages that would be associated with uh, an HBCU. So today, uh, we got something very exciting coming up as it relates to an HBCU. Uh, and that HBCU is the Fort Valley State uh, University. And that event is called Homecoming. Homecoming. And anybody who's ever been to a, an HBCU, when they hear that word, they get extremely excited. And, you know, since it's post-COVID, you know, I know everybody within a thousand mile radius of Fort Valley State University is ready for Fort Valley State, the Fort Valley State University to have a homecoming. 
And that's what we're here today to discuss. And I have with me uh, two representatives who happen to be employed by the university, who are in charge of different facets of the university to talk about not only the homecoming generally, but specifically the parade and the homecoming game. We're gonna start with Miss Cheryl George, you know, who's gonna talk about what her responsibility is and her experiences working at HBCU and be more specific about the upcoming parade. Can't wait to see that parade. Matter of fact, Miss George, I uh, I was the chair of the Cherry Blossom Festival last year. And then, you know, we recognized Mr. Bernard Hodges and his compatriot. They were our, uh, uh, what am I saying? Parade, parade marshals. marshals, yeah. Yeah, and then we, we, you know, it was my idea, you know, to bring him in, you know, I said, well, now you can't have, you know, Mr. Uh, uh, Dr. Hodges without the band. You know, so I'm going to say it's way into you and talk about the band because you're talking about the parade. Take it away. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Habersham. And um, it, it does give me a great deal of pleasure to talk about the Fort Valley State University homecoming parade uh, this year. We have not had a parade, as you probably know, in the past two years uh, for various reasons, COVID being a main reason. And so this year, we are looking forward to kicking it off with a great homecoming parade. And we already have quite a few entries. We're gonna have horses. We're gonna have car shows. We're gonna have hair shows, the whole nine yards, you know, pretty girls and nice looking guys in their suits, you know, riding in their cars, you know, Mr. and Miss Fort Valley State and all of the different campus queens, uh, whether they be uh, Mr. and Miss freshman, sophomore, and of course, um, I work for the ROTC department specifically, and we're the ones that do the logistics for the parade and have been doing that for many, many years. And so we have a Mr. and Ms. ROTC as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're, we want to invite any and everybody now who's interested in being in our parade to sign up, to apply, because we the application process is open until the 23rd. So you have until Thursday, Friday of this week to apply to be in our parade. And so you still have some time, regardless of who you are, what you got, apply to be in our parade. It's relatively inexpensive. You know, for the most part, I think the most expensive thing is a, a car in the parade and that's only $100 to enter the parade. If you are a student, you have a marching unit. Uh, we have several marching units from uh, Macon that's gonna be in our parade and they, uh, they're free. We don't wanna charge students who are marching um, dance groups who are marching with no music or whatever, they're, they're all free. So it's a, it's a great opportunity. If you have a float and you want to put in our parade, guess what? Free. We love floats. And so getting people to do floats, I don't know, Mr. Habersham, back in the day, you used to get people to do floats, all the Omegas, the Sigmas, the AKs, everybody had a float. It was a big deal. Now, <laughs> for whatever reason, timing is very difficult for people. And so we don't get as many floats as we used to. So we are begging people if you want to do a float to enter our parade and it is free of charge. All you got to do is show up and show out. Now there are some parameters for that and they're out there on our homecoming uh, page as well. So if you go out there to Fort Valley State University's uh, home, uh, website, all you have to do is type homecoming 2022 in the search engine. And when you do that, it'll, you'll see homecoming 2022. You click on that and boom, It'll tell you everything you need to know about the events that are going on right now. It'll tell you about tailgating. 
It'll tell you about vendors. And last but not least, you'll see homecoming parade. And uh, so we have, uh, it starts on the 1st of October and it starts on Main Street, downtown Fort Valley. It's 1.3 miles and which is not very, very far at all. And so uh, we're looking for any and everybody, like I said, that's interested in being our parade this year to participate because we're excited about it. That is so outstanding. Go ahead. Were you going to say something else? No, I was leaving leaving something open for you to say something like uh, you're going to put a car for Habersham in the parade. Yeah, well, you, you're, doing, <laughs> you, you're doing so well. I, I don't I don't want you to stop talking. I tell you. <laughs> and then the other thing, I mean, and I'm sure you know, along with floats and cars and 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 dancing and marching groups. You want folk to come and see the parade? Absolutely. The parade starts at nine o'clock sharp on Main Street. So if you're standing on Downstate University Drive, give us about 10 minutes before we actually show up, maybe five, and then you'll start seeing the first element of the band. Of course, Fort Valley, the city of Fort Valley leads the parade, you know, the fire department. And we have, um, you know, uh, the um, Honor Guard from no, I think it's, uh, I want to say Northeast High School. They're going to be, or is it Central? One or the other. I can't remember which is top of my head right now. But anyway, Macon is definitely represented in our parade. They are the honor guard and they'll be uh, starting the parade off. And uh, the mayor of Fort Valley and the council is going to, they, they have a float entered into the parade. And this year, which is very different from in the past, the president and first lady of the Fort Valley State University are also going to have a float entered into the parade. So I'm looking forward to seeing them on their float. Normally they kind of walk in the parade, but this year we're kind of judging it up a little bit. So you're going to see some different things if you come out uh, to the parade. It's just a lot of fun. You know, we have vendors all along the road and whatnot. So if you get hungry, you can get something to eat or whatever. But the main thing is to come out and to see uh, this new, new parade and this new era two years waiting uh, in the parade this year. Okay, so now that the parade is gonna be on that Friday, you said, or is it that Saturday? No, the parade is Saturday. The parade okay. is Saturday. You know, yeah. homecoming itself, the festivities start this Sunday, the 25th, with our gospel concert. And that's gonna be at our amphitheater. Now, many of you, if you haven't been to Fort Valley's campus in a while, don't realize that we actually have an amphitheater here in the wow. Valley. And that's where our gospel concert is going to be. So that's outside. And uh, we've got some headliners. Um, as soon as I get their names, I'm going to let you know who they are. Uh, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you know about that. Let me see. I think I someone sent me something. Okay, while, you, while you're looking those up, and that'll be fine, you can come back in. Because okay. I'm very interested in knowing, you know, and I'm to the community is also, and plus, you know, many of us want want to get down there and see that new amphitheater. You know, we're building one here in Macon. It's going to be a year or so before it's ready. But, you know, those amphitheaters are a whole lot of fun. I went up to Stockbridge to see uh, uh, Fantasia, you know, at an amphitheater not long ago. So that, that venue, that type venue really generates a lot of fun. Absolutely. Well, let's talk football. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's talk football. Of course, the main thing and the primary occurrence of a homecoming 
Well, one of them, because, you know, people love tailgating. You know, hey, football got to compete with tailgating in the parade, uh, uh, Coach <laughs> Wheeler Brown, uh, athletic director. So, but I tell you now, there might be some interest generated in the football game because I understand you all kind of kicking a little tail here, kind of kicking a little tail. So talk about the team first, and then we'll get into the game. Okay, well, right now we're, we're doing well. Uh, we know we like to say that uh, the food in the tailgate area always goes down smoother after a win on homecoming. Yes, so we want to make sure there's no indigestion or anything else like that going on out in the parking lot. So hopefully we plan on winning this, this football game. But uh, the kids are doing well. Uh, we're 3-0 right now, and I'm told 3-0 uh, for the first time since 2004. Uh, so it's been a while since we've been uh, undefeated this early in the season. Uh, we're headed up to Bluefield State in West Virginia on Friday for a game there on Saturday. So we're hoping that we can extend the streak to 4-0 and uh, looking forward to coming back here uh, next week for homecoming, October 1st and playing uh, Benedict. And uh, they got a pretty good team, so it's going to be a, a, a challenge for us, but one that I think that we will rise to the occasion on. So we feel really good about where we are right now. Uh, fairly young team, uh, continuing to grow and develop. Uh, our last two games have been close games. And, uh, you know, so you, you're winning as you continue to grow, which is always a good thing. And so, you know, coaches are never satisfied with the way things are going. But uh, as I told a coach after this past game, coach, you don't want to be playing your best football the third game into the season. You know, you want to continue to be able to grow and develop and get better as the season goes on. But it's great that you're winning as you're growing and as you're developing. So that's, that's all a plus. So we're, we're looking forward to a great crowd next Saturday. Looking forward to performing before the Fort Valley faithful and uh, looking forward to hopefully getting, getting another win on our belt. Absolutely. And I'm sure that you want to attract more Fort Valley faithfuls, you know, to the game and to all of the, the activity. I mean, it's just so much fun. I mean, Fort Valley knows how to, you know, put on a homecoming now, <laughs> you know. Ain't no homecoming like a Fort Valley homecoming because the Fort Valley homecoming don't stop. <laughs> Once it begins, you know, it's fun for everybody. You know, a lot of just good activities and a lot of good music, a lot of good food with the tailgating, a lot of good networking, a good football game, a great atmosphere. Just many events, you know, and I know all the, all the, uh, the, the divine nine gonna be trying to show out, gonna be trying to see who can do the best or look the best or dance the dance the best or holler the best or what have you. So I'm very very excited about. It. I ain't gonna tell you which one I am, but I'm one of them. Uh, uh, Miss Jordan probably already knows. Uh, she probably can look at me and tell, but uh, <laughs> but. Uh, We'll talk about that later on, but I mean, I'm very, very 
glad that you are going to have some participation from the fraternities and sororities because they too play a major role. And that's another element, uh, Mr. Brown and Ms. Jordan, of you know, attending an HBCU. You get to experience that Greek life. And for me, it was one of the most exciting and one of the most appreciative things. It definitely you know. is. Definitely yeah. is. I'm a graduate of HBCU myself you know. and uh, would not have traded the experience for anything in the world. And yeah. uh, it's just uh, the camaraderie, just the friendships that you've made that last a lifetime. And, you know, it's so much more than the academic side of things. I mean, you know, naturally you want to get that degree and that's what you go to school for. No doubt about that. But it's just the, the other things that are involved with attending HBCU. As you were stating, the culture, uh, the friendships, uh, you know, just learning to grow, period. As young men and, and young women, uh, you can't put a price tag on that ultimately. And uh, like I said, it's, it's, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Like you said, Mr. Brown, the culture, it is very much a culture. And you have to experience it to know what we're talking about. And I have a, a, a good story about that. Go ahead. My sister and, and her roommate in college who went to a non-HBCU, uh, I kept talking about Four Valley's homecoming and Four Valley's homecoming. And they were like, what? And they lived in Washington, D.C. at the time. So they actually came to Four Valley's homecoming one year. They're like, we've got to come. So they got a, a, a minivan and came to Four Valley's homecoming. And they were just in awe. They were in all the tailgating and people just reaching out and, and you know wanting you to come and join them and people that you don't even know. And they were like, you mean we just, the food is free? I was like, yes, people just want you to come eat. I mean, they were just in awe. They were like, wow, we never saw anything like this before. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is a wonderful thing. And, and my next door neighbors, they had uh, two sons. One son went to an HBCU, the other one went to a non-HBCU. When they graduated and they finally went to one of the um, HBCUs homecoming, it wasn't Fort Valley's, but it was another HBCU. And uh, the one who went to the non-HBU said, why didn't you tell me? Said I had no idea, you know, the camaraderie after you graduate. See, this is after you graduate, that camaraderie still exists. The one that went to the non-HBCU didn't have that experience. So it's, it's more than just getting an education. It is a culture. It is a, uh, a time to commune with friends and um, it, it's, it's just inexplicable unless you had a chance to observe it yourself. Yeah, it really is a phenomenal experience. As a matter of fact, uh, my college roommate, whose name is Connie Cater, you know, we were roommate four years, you know, at an HBCU, we're still friends, you know, and we both live in Macon. So, you know, and then there are other friends, you know, there are other people and you know, those, those relationships that are built, not only from the Greek life, but also from the other people that you meet, you know, those are permanent relationships. So that means a lot in the long run to the quality of life and networking and, and livability and all of those good things that are associated with a meaningful life. Talking about students, uh, Coach uh, uh, Wheeler Brown, uh, the man with two last names, which is okay. Uh, <laughs> how you coming with recruiting and attracting? You know, you're three and also evidently you're doing something right 
as it relates to uh, attracting talent? I think with the uh, uh, transfer portal, this this new contraction, I don't, wouldn't say it's, rel it's new, but it's relatively new uh, with the NCAA that allows kids to transfer from institution to institution without having to sit out a transfer year like you normally would. Uh, it has increased a lot of opportunities for young people to kind of jump from school to school, that sort of thing. And uh, it's, it's, it's no different uh, on our level. So uh, we've taken advantage of it to the best of our ability. Uh, but what it also has done is that it's opened up a lot of traffic for high school kids who normally wouldn't look at uh, a Division II school such as Fort Valley State or Savannah State or you know Clark, that sort of thing. So it's opening up a lot of opportunities for them because the larger schools are dipping into the transfer portal. They want that experienced kid you know, that has played at another larger school, that sort of thing. So it's given us on our level an opportunity to be able to uh, reach the high school kids a little bit more frequently than we have in the past. So, uh, you know, we got a lot to sell, no ifs, ands, and buts about that. And, uh, you know, winning helps, no doubt about that. You know, kids want to be involved with the winning program. Ultimately, they want to go someplace where they can play, where they can grow, where they can develop. And, uh, you know, all those things are important to them. You know, naturally, their parents want to know that their babies are going to be taken care of. You know, that they're going to get those three meals every day, that they're going to, you know, have a nice place to stay, that you know, they're going to be able to get that degree from the university, that sort of thing. And so uh, I like to say we encompass all that everybody's looking for right. here for Valley State. So it's a real easy sell, believe it or not, uh, because we have a lot of things that are attractive to a lot of people. And I think it shows because we're able to get some of that cream of the crop, so to speak, in terms of getting some fine student athletes here, both male and female. Yeah, and it's going it's to be an easy sell after homecoming if we could get them down there they kind of Definitely. have that experience. You you probably have to turn some of them away. They come <laughs> to deep folk Valley State University homecoming and see uh, in addition to the academics and the growth of the institution and, you know, it's being an agricultural college and all of the other special programs that you all have down there. So I think that all of those things are stars uh, in your crown. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to talk about, I know they're having a lot of events. They're probably having state shows, but they're step shows, rather. But, I, I you know, uh, Ms. Jordan, did you find out who's going to be, you know, uh, providing that religious inspiration? Okay, so, and I will say this, that the uh, gospel concert, hands down, always gets the highest rating from anything at, at Fort Valley State, because we always do an uh, little uh, survey afterwards from all of the folks that attended and the gospel concert always gets number one. And so wow. this year it's probably gonna be no different. Pastor Jennifer Carner is gonna be the MC and she's a miss, uh, the mistress of ceremonies and she's from uh, out of Atlanta, House of Hope out of Atlanta. You guys have heard of that, I'm pretty sure. And uh, of course the Fort Valley State University choir is gonna be singing. And they actually have a group of faculty and staff who, uh, 
have come up with a choir. I wanted to be in that, but I just don't have time. But um, I love the idea. And then our special guest artist is Lawrence Flowers and Intercession. And oh, if wow. you out there, have you heard of Lawrence Flowers? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is our special guest. Look, this is free. Right. It's free to everybody. Just come out, bring your lawn chairs, and enjoy our gospel explosion for homecoming this year. And Pastor Jennifer Connor is really from Macon, Georgia. All right, then. All yeah, right. Yeah. So you yeah. know Paul. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's up there with uh, Pastor E. Dewey Smith, you know, who also. Absolutely. Is from Macon, but, uh, All you have to do is go down 75 and you'll see his name up there. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, she's a phenomenal young lady and she went to Macedonia Baptist Church where mm -hmm. I'm a member. So, uh, I know well, her dad. So, well, her sister, of course, is our choir director. Oh, yeah. Alicia. Yeah. Yeah. I know them both. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. we expect you, Mr. Habersham, to have a front row seat and to bring your crew with you. Yeah, well, I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, matter of fact, I might, you know, I might join that faculty choir and lead a song. Who knows? You know hey, I'm pretty sure she's still <laughs> accepting people in it. Okay. If you want to be in it, I saw a clarion call out there uh, last week. So if you still want to do that, give her a call. I'm sure you have an inroad that other people may not have. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, we don't want to uh, quit without reemphasizing, you know, the important thing that we're talking about. That is the homecoming. So let's give the details of it again. As Mr. Habersham said, uh, my name is Cheryl Jordan. And if you want to get in touch with me, if you have questions about our homecoming parade, all that information is out there on the Fort Valley State University website. You can go out there and you can register for the parade. You can pay for the parade. My information, my name, my phone number, everything is out there on that site. So please go out there if you're interested, if you're a band, whatever, and you want to be in our parade, let me know. It's not too late. 23rd is the last uh, day for registration. And the 1st of October at nine o'clock sharp, the parade starts in the Valley. And I'd like to add Mr. Habersham that tickets are on sale and they're going quickly. Uh, $25 for general admission in advance, $30 on game day, uh, $45 for reserve seating and children under five are free of charge. So get those tickets, come on out. And let's go Wildcat. Let's go Wildcat. That's October the 1st. October 1st. What time that game show? 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Well, yeah, you heard it. You heard it from people who really know. <laughs> you know, they know about the parade and they know about the game. And you know they know about the game because they brag and they not 0-3, they 3-0. and 0. You know, <laughs> they having a parade for the first time in quite some time. So I'm so happy. To be able to, to, to converse with Miss Cheryl Johnson and Jordan, 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 Miss <laughs> Cheryl Jordan and Mr. Wheeler Brown of the Fort Valley State University talking about ain't no homecoming like a Fort Valley homecoming because the Fort Valley homecoming don't stop. <laughs> Woo, you said it best. Beginning September the 25th and the parade in the game. And all those other activities, tailgating, will be October the 1st.
www.makingblackpages.com